The Hawaii Sports Radio Network, in conjunction with Scoring Live, bring you OIA Sports On Demand, brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. The roots and traditions remain alive with another season of high school athletics. It's the OIA Game of the Week. Tonight, all roads have led to this moment in time where an OIA boys basketball champion will be crowned. With state births already cemented, tonight's not just about love. It's about achieving season-long goals and getting to add that coveted OIA championship banner to your gymnasium. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents OIA Athletics on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSC Hawaii. Providing customer value. And now let's go to the campus of McKinley High School. Here's play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Aloha and welcome to McKinley High School live for another championship double dip. Your exclusive home for OIA sports and Bringing in Michael Lascaro here with me today. Should be another fun one, Michael. We, we had the girls' championships a few weeks ago, and tonight the table is set. Kaimuki hosting Na'ali'i of Aiea, and it should be a fun one in the D2 ranks. Yeah, and it's at McKinley, McKinley Student Council Gymnasium, and the vibe here is always immaculate. We got Paco Loco doing DJ and, and MC. Believe it or not, you know, this is kind of a, a full circle moment for me where my first broadcast I did for boys basketball 11 years ago was actually at McKinley, so it feels good to be back here. But yeah, we got two great Division Two teams, and don't take uh, the Division Two, don't make that fool you. You know, IAO was supposed to come up to Division One this past season, but Nanakuli felt like they had a great team, and sure enough, they were in the Final Four for Division One, so they stayed up in Iowa's here. And Kaimuki, you know, they missed out on the playoffs just by one game and had a few couple injuries to end the season. And they really should be in D1, but here we have a competitive matchup between these two teams in green and white. And we'll see if those injuries that you mentioned will play a role in tonight's game. Michael, we'll get to the starters in just a little bit, but really quickly, looking at the non-conference schedule for both of these teams, both of them played some powerhouses. Aia played Merino, Kamehameha, Seabury Hall, and Konawaina. And on the flip side for Kaimuki, we can basically call them a honorary ILH member. They played also Marino, Kamehameha, St. Louis, and Midpack within their non-conference slate. So they definitely teed up their regular season with some top-quality non-conference foes. And here they are meeting for the D2 championship after navigating that interesting schedule, which we mentioned in the women's, pardon me, the girls' championships, included some of that crossover action. So they actually played quite a few D1 teams this year as well. And we'll see if that experience comes true tonight. Yeah, and for Kamuki, they actually played Lelehu in the preseason on non-league play and beat Lelehu in overtime. And Lelehu, the Mules, will see them later tonight against Milan in the Division One Championship. So they definitely have the skills to compete at any level. Nice setup there by you. You mentioned the D2 game right now, and about 7.30 coming up tonight, we'll have Mililani versus Lelehua. Our championship doubleheader is set, and when we come back, we'll have starting lineups and the opening tip. It's Na'ali'i facing off against the Bulldogs right around the corner. You're listening to OIA Basketball exclusively here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSC Hawaii. Welcome back to McKinley High School. We hope that your hump day afternoon, happy Valentine's Day, by the way. I forgot to mention that earlier. Bit of a 
corporate holiday, but that's all right. A lot of people are enjoying it, so hopefully you are as well. And hopefully your hump day commute home is going smoothly. But if it's not, you can always keep us tuned in in your car. And when you do get to your destination, make sure to listen on our, your digital device, streaming at hawaiisportsradio.com. Now, Michael, setting us up for our matchup. IA coming in at 8-13 and 13 overall, 5-6 and six in league play. I think it's safe to say they're the underdogs tonight against the Kaimuki Bulldogues, 7-4 and four in league play, 13-12 and 12 overall. Give us a little glimpse of this matchup. You, you talked about it earlier, but just looking at these two teams, you can see that Kaimuki has the distinct size advantage. Yeah, it's kind of funny that the Bulldogs are not the underdogs in this matchup, but, you know, this Kaimuki squad has a handful of players that have been with the program since during the pandemic days. You know, we got guys like Jamarrell White, Yosef Latuli, we have Harmon Seal, who might be kind of an X-factor, kind of a secret guy coming off the bench at number 55, you know, at 6'4", probably 300-something pounds. You know, he's definitely the guy with the football build, but he's actually probably a better basketball player than a football player, surprisingly enough. I've seen it, I've seen Kamuki throw him like 10-yard hitches and 10-yard curls for a guy that size. So for IA, what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to get out and run and, you know, force Kamuki to play defense. They got definitely, the Bulldogs definitely have the, the, the weapons and the skill set to put points on the board, but they need to make them to play defense and get them tired out, kind of stretch out this shot clock. Um, and if they have the opportunity to get on transition, you have to go and fly down. Uh, the player to watch out for for IA is Stefan Ogyanovic. That guy is a shooter, and that is the one guy that Kamuki coach Graydon Espinda is going to be making sure that his Bulldogs are king on this whole night. And let's look at our starting lineups for tonight, starting with the Na'ali'i, Taylor Moku, the guard, wearing number two tonight. Stefan Ogyanovic, he's going to be the go-to guy you mentioned for IAF. He's wearing number 10, also playing guard. Number 12, Noah Park, a guard-forward combo. Number 15, Shaylin Kazama, a guard-forward combo as well. And number 23, Santi Saberland, the forward, the post player, rounding out the lineup for IAF. Switching over to Kaimuki, Dason Lupica, the senior guard. Jeremiah White, who is a star football receiver as well. We'll see if he helps Kaimuki rise to the occasion tonight. He's also a senior guard. Uh, number 10, Mandui Pham. He's a sophomore wearing number 10. Number 20, Yosefa Letuli. He's a senior forward center post combo. And number 33, Peter Maulolo, a senior post player as well. And again... Michael, as we get ready for the game and the starting lineups are being announced by the Spectrum OC16 crew, the obvious size advantage, even on the roster, is apparent. We'll see if that ends up wearing down Na'ali'i tonight. Yeah, the, the key players for Na'ali'i tonight will be Shailen Kazama. They put him in the starting lineup about three games ago, and he's been the guy that's kind of kind of took them to the next level. One important thing for Natalie is that they need to limit the fouls. I think against Farrington, the governor shot about 40 free throws, which is an insane amount in the high school level, let alone the NBA level. I think if it's an NBA level, you have people complaining about the officiating. But also watch out for Santi Sarbaland. He is who Coach uh, Godinus says is their Dennis Rodman. So you're going to see him. Uh, he got the little... Um, nice curly hair there. You're going to see him all over the place. He's the guy that's going to play with his head on fire. Look for him to make an impact. Might be not be in the scoring sheet, but in his hustle. And for Aya, they're looking to add to a, the collection of OA titles in 2007 and 2008. So it's been a while for them. We'll see if they can add number three tonight. On the flip side for Kaimuki, they already have 
uh, four titles to their credit, including a D2 title in 2022. So they've been here before looking to knock on the door again and see if they can come through with more league gold. And as we heard from our friend Alan Mia in our intro, both of these teams have clinched state tournament berths. So at least they've checked that box and they can kind of focus on tonight's matchup, play for pride, and trying to get a higher seed going into that state battle. Yeah, one thing too important to point out about the Division 2 is that there is no buys in Division 2. Uh, because of Title IX, you know, you just kind of offset the amount of uh, girls and, and boys in um, the state tournament. So both these teams are going to be playing in that opening round. So, you know, might as well go for broke and win the game tonight. All right, we're getting ready to tip things off. Our referees, Mike Ishikawa, Barry Nakayama, and Ryan Murakami. It's going to be Ishikawa with the opening tip. It is up and controlled by Na'ali'i. Aya going from right to left, wearing their dark green uniforms and white trim. Kaimuki, on the other hand, wearing all white and green and yellow trim. Early shot up by Aya, no good, rebounded. Nice job there by Kaimuki coming back. It was Lupika getting that initial rebound. Yeah, not, not a good shot there, but I like the aggressiveness by Aya trying to get inside to force them to play some defense. So Lupica over to Pham, now down low to White. Jeremiah White dribbling through the lane, goes left, now right. His shot is blocked, but before the shot, he drew the foul. So a nice job by Kamuki, pressing the issue early. And already 33 seconds into the game, our first IAF foul could lead to some points for Kamuki. Yeah, Kamuki fortunate not to get a three-second call there on Iosefa Letuli, who was kind of almost getting ready like before he even had the shot attempt to get the offensive rebound. But for Aya, you don't want to get into foul trouble early on, and German White's one of their top scorers. So White dribbles the ball with his right hand three, four, five times, spins it, now puts it up. First free throw is good. That's a one-nothing lead for Kamuki. And Michael, in the pregame, you mentioned that Aya is missing some players due to injury, and we'll see if that plays into tonight's outcome and we'll also keep you posted if anything else happens throughout the game but that sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health creating a healthier Hawaii that second free throw by White no good Aya with the rebound trailing one to nothing just about 40 seconds gone in this D2 championship game Taylor Moku dribbling to the right elbow kicks it out taken up top by Noah Park Park into the corner now down low it goes that's a nice pass to Kazama, and Kazam, there he is for the layup, 2-1. to one. Aya now leads. Nice bounce that pass by that time by Moku. I think for Aya, you take that. Your best player didn't touch the ball once, but you were able to get a quality opportunity. Lupica jacks a three, no good, but an offensive rebound. It's going to be passed down low, and Letuli is going to be fouled. So just like that, two possessions for Kaimuki, two shooting fouls drawn. So already they're using their physicality, making their way to the charity stripe and trying to add up the points that way. Yeah, it'll be Letuli going to the line, but credit the sophomore, Mandoy Pham, for getting that loose ball and getting a second chance opportunity. You know, he's probably one of the names that we're not going to call the most in this game or a lot of. So give credit to him for being the smallest guy. I think he is the smallest guy for the Kamuki on the court right now for getting that offensive rebound for the second chance opportunity. So Letuli misses the front end of the two free throws. Second one is up, and that one is no good as well. So Aya maintains its 2-1 lead. However, the offensive rebound is corralled by Malolo. Then he throws it away. Nice steal there by Noah Park. Park dribbling to the left side, now swings it over to Moku. Moku looking to penetrate. He does. Gets past a couple of tall trees. Nice feed down to Kazama, but he blows the layup. Back the other way comes Kaimuki sprinting ahead. Lupica with it. Right-handed layup. No good. It should have been a goaltend. 
The Kaimu uh, bench part of me is going nuts. That was an obvious goaltend that was missed. And we'll see if that comes back to haunt Kaimuki later. But in the meantime, back the other way goes Aiea with an opportunity for two free throws. And again, that was a big call, Michael, not made by the referees. It's still too early to say that's going to affect this game. I think what's going to affect Kaimuki is those three missed free throws out of their four attempts. But credit Sarbaland getting back there in transition and, and forcing that, that, you know, put him in the statue for block shot there. And props to Kamuki coach Graydon Espinda who got an explanation from referee Mike Ishikawa and kind of gave him the thumbs up, like, agreed to disagree, but we're not going to let that fester. And meanwhile, Ayaz Taylor Moku missed the first free throw and just made the second. So now 3-1, to one, the Aya lead, and the full court pressure leads to a steal on the inbounds. Quick layup taken and made by Kazama. That's his fourth point. And now 5-1 to one is the Na'ali'i lead. Yeah, not a good pass that time by Letuli, and you'd think you'd have better discipline coming over um, as the quarterback of the Bulldogs team, but this this IAL squad, they've got the confidence all in the world right now. Yeah, you mentioned Letuli, the football star at quarterback, and Jeremiah White still on the court for Kaimuki, the two-sport athletes for the Bulldogs. Another steal, nice job there by Kazama, picking off the inbounds pass. 5.55 go here in the first, and a quick steal by Kaimuki. Lupica has it. Goes up with the right hand, and good in the paint. 5-3 now, chipping away are the Bulldogs. Great job by Lupica. He's probably the one of the, the few pure basketball athletes on this team, and he was able to get one, mano e mano, take whatever he wanted, and put Kamuki back on the board. Nice job by Noah Park going the other way for Aiea in this back-and-forth affair, drawing the foul. That one's going to be called on Letuli, his first tonight. And something to keep an eye on. Already two team fouls apiece. And once we get to that number five, it'll be two free throws for the rest of the period. We're playing quarters in high school basketball. Eight minutes apiece. And as you mentioned in the pregame, Michael, the shot clock is in effect. So 35 seconds per possession. And we can see if that will play a role also in tonight's game. If perhaps the winning team, as the second free throw is up and good by Park, can kind of not really melt the clock like they used to be able to in, in high school basketball. And 7-3 now after those two free throws, the IA lead. Kamuki with it the other way. White looking for room, goes skip pass across to Lupica. Down the lane he goes, layup no good. Rebound and the layup no good as well. And it's going to be rebounded by Park. Park up ahead, but throws it away trying to find Moku. Both teams struggling so far with those turnovers. Yeah, back going back to that last position, IA is definitely making a conservative, conservative effort. Whenever Dayson Lupica or Jamal White touches the ball, there are two guys on him. So it's going to come on to the third and fourth and fifth options on the team to make some plays for Kamuki. Yeah, good eye there by you, Michael. A 2-3 zone employed by Aya with the double team. However, Kamuki breaks it there as Leituli gets open for the easy layup. And now a 7-5 lead for Aya. Three minutes gone here in the first. Yeah, great job by Leituli to being patient. Getting the pump fake, you know, he's big and tall enough not to, that you don't even need to do it, but he was able to get a quality option and a quality look and get a basket there. Shaylin, Shaylin Kazama blows the layup, but Aya's going to be bailed out by another loose ball foul on Kaimuki. This one's going to be called on White. That's his first personal, and Aya, more importantly, will keep the ball. Just about 4.45 left to go in the first. Park takes it up top. Kicks it to the corner for Aljanovic. His three-pointers airballed. Bulldogs with it, running the other way. White leading the charge. 
No look pass to the right corner. Back to Wade it comes. Wade looking for help. Oh, a nice pass to his streaking teammate. That was Malolo who got the ball and White frustrated because Malolo missed the layup. That was a near-perfect alley-oop situation that Kaimuki couldn't convert on. Yeah, but again, Jeremiah White such an alley going back on defense on the there. You know he's a two-way star playing receiver and safety. He's going to come out there and, and stop that fast-break opportunity for Aiea. So Nali with it up 7-5, 4.20 left to go in the first quarter. Oh, a nice pick by Kaimuki. Coming the other way is Lupika. His layup is good. The fast break attack ties the game. Bulldogs are barking here midway through the first. Quickly into the corner goes Park, and he's going to be fouled. So as we mentioned earlier, Kaimuki drawing some early fouls. Now Aea has answered by drawing the third, make it the fourth team foul against Kaimuki with 4.05 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, Lopika now has two made baskets off of two steals. He's the guy that's keeping Kamaki in the game right now. Tied at seven. Aya looking to break the stalemate. Park with it up top. Looks for help. Kicks it over to Moku. Moku driving the lane. Right-handed runner is off the back iron. No good. And luckily for Aya, it's going to be corralled for the offensive board. But then Kazama throws it away. It's going to be picked off by Leituli, who hands it off to Lupika. Lupika over to Fam. Fam's three. No good. Picked up by Aya. Quickly back the other way, Agyanovic. Trying to get the fast break action going. His layup is good. Hit the rim about five times and finally bounced in. Nine to seven, the Aya lead. Yeah, Agyanovic earlier in the game had a three-pointer that was way short. That made basket in transition is going to give him some confidence to start finding some, ba some baskets. 3.20 and winding. Aya with the 9-7 lead over Kaimuki. The D2 championship in the OIA basketball realm for the boys is in the balance tonight. Lupica with it up top, now down low to the recently subbed in Reagan Fritz Beitru. And then a nice feed down low. I believe that was Letuli with the layup to tie the game at nine. Yeah, Fritz Beitru, his older brother, um, Rashawn, was actually a member of the uh, Kamuki team that won two years ago. So he's a guy from a basketball family. Park the other way for Aya. His right-handed runner is good. 11-9, seesawing back ahead is Aya with 2.40 left to go in the first frame. Nice shot there by Kazama. You know, that's not a shot that you see a lot of high school players taking, but he's got the skill set to make that kind of basket. Vertuli has it, top of the free throw line, now sets a screen, hands it off to Lupica. Nice running jumper, no good. Rebound there by Maulolo. Malolo kicks it out, but it's going to be stolen away on the pass. The other way goes Moku. Left-handed layup is good. Aya up 13-9, using the fast break attack to their advantage. Yeah, Moku just shot out of a rocket ship there. You know, it looked like there was that pass was going to one of those Kamaki players, but Taylor Moku, Johnny on the spot, able to get that pass and that fast break opportunity. Bulldogs looking to answer. Leituli gets the inbounds pass, pardon me, the outlet pass, and... Ooh! His pass is going to be stolen away. Going the other way is Park. They are running and gunning here at McKinley High School. Making it around the corner is Ogyanovich. He goes up with the right hand. Again, a four-bouncer that makes its way home. 15-9. Na'ali'i in command. And Michael Kaimuki is gassed. They are walking the ball up the court. Heavy breathing going on for these Bulldogs. Yeah, very surprising that Coach Espina didn't call a timeout yet or call for a foul. You know, he's been in this situation a lot of times, but he's got to know that, hey, if there's a stop and play, you will get the media timeout. 
And Aya is benefiting from them not being able to get a stop. Coming up to a minute 15 left in the first quarter. Aya with a 15-9 lead over Kaimuki. Lupica with it. Jumps from the elbow. And the shot was missed, but a nice job rebounding it on the offensive side by Leituli. His follow-up is tipped away and controlled by Moku of Aya. Naoli looking to add to their six-point lead. Three-pointer taken by Agyanovic. No good. Gets his own rebound. Goes up for two. No good as well. Coming back the other way quickly is Kaimuki. Fan has it. Looking for an outlet. Finds it with Maulolo. Maulolo up top to Lupica now. Back around the horn to Fan it goes. Down low to Letuli. Back to Fan. 34 seconds and winding. About a 14-second differential with the shot clock. Nice up and under layup is good by Lupica. And that cuts the deficit to four. And then a turnover as the referees talk about it. Whose ball is it going to be? Referees discuss it. And it is going to be Aiea Ball. That's another big call. And right on cue, Coach Espinda says that's two calls that have gone their way. Wow, we're going to take a little breather and let these teams take one as well. We'll be right back. This is the OIA Boys D2 Championship game right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash boneandjointcenters. Welcome back to McKinley High School. We've got a fun one so far, 15-11, to 11, the IA lead over Kaimuki. And, Michael, it's been a run-and-gun affair, both teams using this media timeout to their advantage. And as we wait for them to come back on the court, Coach Graydon Espinda from Kaimuki is just giving the business to referee Ryan Murakami. Yeah, I think he's also asking about some clarification on when the media timeouts get taken. But I think the official is telling him that, hey, it's, it's when we have a stoppage in play. Because in that run that IAL was on, you had Jeremiah White on the bench and you had Harmon Seal, who would be their backup center, their backup five, waiting to check in. Meanwhile, their big, Iosel Sefaletuli, was getting gas and credit Santi Sarbelin for being active and giving them giving him and working him down low you know he has the size advantage but Sarbelin has the athleticism to contest those shots and you think those will be easy baskets for a guy that's 6-5 but Sarbelin's playing great defense in the interior and as the referees continue to talk things over Mike Ishikawa and Ryan Murakami talking things over we want to remind you that Hoi Pacific Health takes the team approach to providing the expert care you need when and where you need it together we are creating a healthier Hawaii. 24 seconds and winding. Aya can control here for the last possession of the first quarter. Up by four, looking to add to that. Handoff goes to Park. Park, nice crossover dribble. Guarded by Lupica. Cross, nice job. Into the corner for a wide open shooter. It is up and good. Taylor Moku for three with five seconds left. 18-11, the Aya lead over Kaimuki. Can they get a last second shot? No. Kaimuki can't get it off in time. And at the end of the first quarter, it's Aiea 18, Kaimuki 11. All the marbles in play for the D2 championship. We'll be right back here for the OAA basketball championship game exclusively on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
Yayu sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in Ya, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Yeah, you. Type in Ya, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today. Back to more of the OIA featured game of the week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by DSE Hawaii. Welcome back to McKinley High School. We've got a fun one so far tonight. The early IA 18 to 11 lead over Kaimuki. And one of the reasons IA got off to such a strong start, Michael, is Shailen Kazama, six points and five rebounds. He's already on double double watch, and we just made it to the first quarter. Yeah, um, Coach Godinez for IAEA said that he's been the guy that's been carrying them in this postseason run. They inserted them, him into the starting lineup about a couple of three games or, ago or so, and he's just really taken them to another level. You know, we talked about Aguilanovic at the start of this game, and Aguilanovic really isn't getting much going, and the shots that have been going for him took like maybe like five or ten, six bounces to get into the rim. But Kazama is the X factor so far for. Uh, Iaea, but look for Jeremiah White to have a big quarter. He only played four minutes in that first quarter. He should be stepping up around. Kamuki gets the ball to start the second frame, and quickly, Dayson Lupica drops in a nice bucket there to notch the score at 18-13 in favor of Iaea. Back the other way, Gona Ali up and under is Shailen Kazama yet again, picking up the spills and putting up the bucket 20-13. Iaea in command. That Commit hook shot, so beautiful. So pretty, able to get the second chance opportunity. Going back to our first quarter stats, Yosefa Letuli leading the way for Kaimoki. Four points and four rebounds, so we'll see if he continues to build on that. A quick shot missed by Kaimoki. They don't get back on defense, though, and there goes Park streaking down the lane, up and under with the right hand, and good to put Aea up 22-13. to 13. Yeah, great job by Aea for reading the personnel. Kamuki is using a double big lineup right now, and they're using their speed to their advantage. Speaking of reading, Kazama read the eyes of the Kamuki offense and picked it for the steal. Coach Graydon Espinda is losing his mind for Kaimuki as his team is down by nine, continuing to turn the ball over. That, according to my count, is now four turnovers for each team, but it seems as though Kaimuki's turnovers, Michael, have been much more meaningful. I think it goes both ways, but... Right now, they're shooting at a high percentage where Aguilanovic hits that long baseline jumper through contact. In the first quarter, they shot 50%, while Kamuki shot 33%. So it's now a couple of buckets in a row for Aiea. They have a 24-13 lead over Kamuki. And if the Bulldogs don't start to bite back pretty soon, this one could get out of hand. And right on cue, a nice shot is taken and made by Lupica. I believe that is ruled a three-pointer, so it's now 24-16 in favor of Aiea, but Kaimuki trying to chip back into it. And quickly the other way, through the defense, goes Taylor Moku with a nice left-handed layup. And that one is good, 26 to 16 now in favor of Aiea. Quickly back is Pham, jacking a three for Kaimuki. It's gonna be tipped out of bounds though. And as the referees decide who's gonna get it, it is gonna be Aiea ball. Let's pause 10 seconds. First station identification. You're listening to OIA Boys Basketball exclusively on HSRN. 
Your brand new home for OIA Athletics, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu, is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Kyle Galgar and Michael Lascaro back here with you live at McKinley High School. It's the OIA Boys D2 Basketball Championship game. Aya with an early 26-16 lead over the larger Kaimuki squad. And the attacking offense of Aya continues to get offensive rebounds as Ogyanovic's shot is no good, but it's going to be picked back up by Aya, and Nali still control it. 5.30 to go here in the second quarter. Nice shot in the lane by Park. No good, though, off the front iron. Rebound collected by Harmon Seal. He stands six foot four and weighs above 300 pounds. So like you said earlier, Michael, the offensive lineman slash tight end doing work on the basketball court as well as Kaimuki forces, pardon me, Kaimuki is forced into its fifth turnover. It's going to be Aya ball again. Yeah, I talked to Coach uh, Graydon Espenda for Kaimuki. He wanted to be kind of a 50-50 game between the guards and the bigs. But with this deficit, I think you have to have a more stronger guard lineup. So right now, Lupika's carrying the low, but when Jeremiah White gets back into the game, we'll see if he can take it to another level. Ogyanovic is dialed in. He makes another three from the opposite corner, and that puts Aya up by its biggest lead, 13 points, 29-16, to 16, as we tick under five minutes to go before halftime. Nice entry pass. That one goes from the quarterback, Leituli, down low to Seal. Seal's layup is good, cutting the deficit to 11. 4.40 and winding here in the second quarter. Taylor Moku calling for players to move around. Not only do they do that, but the entry pass to Kazama is perfect. He goes up for the layup, makes it, and will go to the line to shoot one after being fouled by Seal. I believe that foul was on Letuli, and as if I can remember correctly, I don't think he's ever come out of the game. And you know, he's definitely his body language right now shows that he's gassed. And I think they need a sub for him. That free throw, no good, but Aya still with a 13-point lead. Kamuki back the other way, and into the corner is Fam. Tries to break the trap, but instead he's called for the double dribble. That zone defense of Aya, Michael, you mentioned it earlier. They're basically playing a 2-3 zone. And then as soon as the new ball handler gets it, they converge with the double team. And that's really frustrating, Kaimuki, tonight. You know, we've had an, we, have, we have another sub here for Kaimuki with Fritz Bitsuru coming in. My question is, where is Jeremiah White? Is he hurt? Why is he not back in the game? We'll keep you updated on that. But in the meantime, Aya continues to press the issue. That shot by Moku, no good, though. Rebounded by Kaimuki. Just about four minutes left to go halfway through the second quarter. Bulldogs trailing by 13. In it goes to Seal, going through the lane, passes it over to Letuli, and that pass is going to be tipped away, however, controlled by the Bulldogs. We have a timeout on the court. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to the OA Boys Basketball D2 Championship right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. DSE Hawaii, a proud supporter of OIA Sports on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, is a locally owned and operated union electrical contracting company. Established in 1988, DSE Hawaii provides services to general contractors, building owners, property management companies, architects, and engineers. Their commitment to the electrical industry is focused on quality, efficiency, and most importantly, customer service and satisfaction. DSE Hawaii, providing quality work in the most efficient manner. 
You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here live at McKinley High School, Kyle Galdera and Michael Lascaro bringing you D2 action here in the Boys Basketball Championship Double Dip here on a Hump Day Wednesday. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Be sure to stay tuned after this one because we have the D1 Championship coming up. That should be a fun one, Michael. Lelehua facing off against Mililani. And even though Mililani's kind of the been there, done that team, making it you know, to consecutive OA Championship games, it almost has a feeling that Lelehua is destined to win after their overtime thriller against Kailua the other night. Mm. I know Mililani got the win over Lelehua on Lelehua's home court, so I know Lelehua is looking for some revenge against their Central Oahu rival. And we'll have that one just around 7.30, so be sure to stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, we're back with Aea leading Kaimuki 31-18, going for the D2 championship tonight. Inbounds it goes to the Bulldogs. Lupica throws it over to Fritz Bitru into the corner. A three-pointer taken and missed. However, Kaimuki gets the rebound. That's Letuli pulling it in, playing with two fouls. He's going to draw the foul, though, and will shoot two. Yeah, you know, Kamuki, they're still sticking to this two big lineup, which I don't know if that's going to be the that's gonna be the benefit them in the long run, losing, uh, trailing by 13. But there, Yosef Latou is able to get the offensive rebound and get back to line. But they just need to cash in on these opportunities. And right now, they're not making the most of what they can get at the free throw line. You know, in the first quarter, they missed three of their first four attempts, and Letuli needs to get one here. And speaking of that, Letuli missed the first free throw. Second one is up, and no good. So another missed opportunity for Kaimuki. The good news for the Bulldogs is that was the second foul on Kazama, so he's going to head to the bench. And then in the ultimate mismatch, you have Noah Park, who probably is about 180 pounds smaller than a Harmon Seal plowing into the defender. However, it's going to be Seal who draws the foul. I think Seal was trying to draw a charge that time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know we had that earthquake on Hawaii Island back uh, over the was it over the weekend, or actually on Friday. So Seal hitting the ground there might have registered on the Richter scale. But he, I like how he sold that because you know. Noah Park hitting him. He should just be standing. But he was able to sell a good call, but they called the blocking foul on him. So after the perspiration situation, the sweat is mopped up, and we're back to live action. 3.39 to go before halftime. Aea with a 31-18 lead over Kamuki. In it goes to Moku. Moku up top being guarded by Lupica. Oh, skip pass across the way to Park. Park fakes the three. Looks for an opening and throws it away. Nice defense by Jeremiah White. White racing the other way. Goes for the layup with the left hand. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by the substitute Elijah Lucas. The senior forward doing a good job there. Pulling down the ball. Up and under it goes on the layup attempt. No good. However, Harmon Seal will be whistled for the foul. Just a little bit late on the rotation there. He's going to be called for the contact. Hey, if, if, if this was football, you know, that's a great move by the defensive back. But this is basketball and... You know, he's going to send Sarberland to the line. But we'll see if Sarberland can make some, some um, take advantage of these opportunities. And the first free throw is up and good. And a substitute for Kamuki. A quick break by Letuli, but he's going to replace Harmon Siu 
who picked up his second foul. So a bunch of fouls. Foul trouble definitely in play for Kaimuki. They have four team fouls, and a couple of their bigs have two fouls apiece. Second free throw, no good. The lead remains 32-18. Three minutes to go here in the second quarter. We'll see if Kaimuki can chip away. Corner three taken by Pham, no good. Rebound is corralled by Aya. Nice job there by the smaller player, Taylor Moku, picking it up. Over it goes to Park. He drives the lane, no good. That shot was altered by Kaimuki. Picked up by Maulolo. Back comes Pham, driving the Kaimuki offense. 2.45 to go in the second frame. Over it to Lupika it goes. He's now dribbling with his left hand up top between the circles. Now a nice crossover dribble. Finds a wide open teammate. That's Letuli down low. Good with the right-handed layup. Yeah, Kamuki has figured out this 2-3 zone for uh, Aiea. Um, and Lupika's doing a great job being a facilitator. Aljanovic with the step back. Jay, no good. Kamuki coming back the other way down by 12. Jeremiah White with it, controlling the action. White driving now, kicks it back up top to Lupika. Across the way to Pham. Three-pointer up, no good. Rebounded again. Nice job by Lucas. Aya coming back. Two minutes now to go before halftime. Oh, a near travel. Not called. That was Noah Park with the happy feet. Passes it back to Ogyanovich. His runner is good in the lane. And in the pregame, Michael, you mentioned Ogyanovich was the player to watch for. He leads the way for Aya. 13.7 points a game. And he helps put Naali up 34-20. A nice hop step there by Aljanovic to get into the lane as the defense tried collapsing on him. Lupica with it, driving, now passes it into the lane for Letuli, and he's going to draw the foul. Nice job there by Kamuki getting the contact. However, down by 14, they're going to have to start scoring and do it quickly. Yeah, I think if you're Kamuki, if you're, excuse me, if you're Aiea, you, you follow Letuli as much as you can because when he's gone to the free throw line he hasn't been able to take advantage of those opportunities but whenever he has free time he's able to be patient throw up a pump fake and settle himself down for the good high percentage basket and we're gonna have a not elite timeout it'll be a 30 second break we'll keep it right here and i'm guessing michael what the coaching staff from my led by coach robert got in as they are talking about is basically we have a minute 30 left Let's try to get at least a two-for-one, maybe even a three-for-two opportunity here in that if they can hold Kaimuki down as referee Dan Kota walks by and says hello, he's going to be refing the next game tonight. But basically, Aya is trying to not only build on their 14-point lead, but also keep Kaimuki from getting any momentum sparked before halftime. Yeah, you talk about momentum. I think you just want to take care of the ball. No errant passes. You know, Kamuki got a lot of their offense that way in the first quarter with Dayson Lupica stealing those passes. But just be safe, you know, play it smart, and try to go into the halftime at least up by 10. So 1.32 to go before halftime. In it comes to Kamuki. White has it, now kicks it up top to Pham. Pham back, and after the secondary pass, it's going to be entered to White. However, tipped out of bounds. It'll be Kamuki ball. 28 seconds left on the shot clock. Uh, Sarbaland is just a thorn in the side of Letuli. Whenever Sarbaland is on Letuli, Letuli has been neutralized for the most part. So in it comes to Pham. Takes a couple of steps. Now kicks it in to Maulolo. His shot no good. Rebounded after pinballing around by Aiea. And it looks like they will move with a little bit of pace, trying to get the two-for-one opportunity. 
Dribbling to the right side is Moku. Into the corner is a wide open Maurice Patton. However, he fumbles it out of bounds, and it'll be Kamuki ball. Yeah, Maurice Patton just checked into the game. Little, you know, one of the few subs that has gotten in the game for IAEA and just not used to that speed of that pass. And you know, that was a nice set that they drew up that Aljanovic actually had some opportunities in, but mishandled that pass there. So one minute left before halftime. Kamuki down by 14. Fam fakes the three and then passes it. It's stolen by Moku. Moku the other way with the left hand. His layup is blocked, but the follow is up and good. Patton makes up for his earlier error and puts Aea up by its biggest margin, 36 to 20. Great job by Patton by following that play. And great job by Moku. They definitely know that Lupica is one of the ball handlers and they're keying on that pass. Ooh, White almost traveled there, but he gets it off in time. Now takes a three. That is no good. Aya gets the rebound and has an opportunity to hold. They're not going to do it, though, as Patton gets the feed and the layup. 38-20. to Aya absolutely demolishing Kaimuki here in the first half. I didn't see this one coming, Michael. No, I don't think Kaimuki saw that either. So 10 seconds left to go. We'll see if the Bulldogs can get one final shot before halftime. White up top with it, looking to take a three, a deep NBA level three, no good, off the back iron, and the rebound is corralled, but not in time by Kaimuki, and that will be the end of the first half. A stunner here at McKinley so far. Aea with a 38-20 lead over Kaimuki with the D2 championship in play. We'll be right back with the halftime stats and analysis, but before we break away, we want to remind you that this halftime break is brought to you by DSE Hawaii, bringing quality, efficiency, and most importantly, customer service and satisfaction to the electrical industry for over 35 years. We'll be right back. You're listening to the OA Boys Basketball Championship game right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Kyle Galdera and Michael Lascaro back here live with you at halftime and a shocker so far. Na'ali'i of Aea up 38-20 over the Kaimuki Bulldogs for the OIA D2 Boys Basketball Championship. And Michael, looking at Aea, it's been a three-headed monster. Stefan Agianovic, 11 points to lead the way. And then you have Taylor Moku, 8 points, 4 rebounds and 3 assists. Even 3 steals to go along with that. And then Shailen Kazama, on double double watch still 10 points and seven rebounds to go along with two steals Aea has it going early tonight yeah at the start of this game we knew who the guys were to watch out for for Aea it was um Aganovic for Kamuki White and Dason Lupica and the game was going to come down to who's supporting cast is going to step up and so far it's been Aea's you have Shea Kazama who's kind of showed out in that first quarter and scoring a lot of points in a lot of ways but you also have guys like Taylor Moku who is just like coming out like a cannon and taking all these errant passes he knows that they want to get the ball to Lupica and any pass to Lupica he's picking that ball and going the opposite direction and also give credit for to Santi Sarbelan who has no shot attempts in this game but his hustle his defense down low in the interior is giving Kamuki fits and on the flip side for Kaimuki, Dason Lupico, who you mentioned, leading the way with 11 points, and uh, Iosefa Letuli, 6 points and 7 rebounds. But the biggest mark on the stat sheet is Jeremiah White, only 1 point, 0 of 3 from the field, and he made basically one of his two free throws. So I think for Kaimuki, Michael, if Kaimuki is going to come back in the second half, they're going to have to lean on White, and he's going to have to turn his game around. 
Yeah, White just played eight minutes in that first half. You know, he played, kind of played like the first four minutes or so in that first quarter, and he kind of played the last four minutes of that second quarter. He's had a lot of rest time. Um, right now, what Kamuki needs to do is they need to adjust their defense in the full court. Right now, their defense, their press is kind of just more on the half court, but then you have these IAEA players that are just streaking past the, um, the, the center line and getting these Hail Mary passes. Kamuki needs to adjust. They need to put a safety back there. Maybe put like Jeremiah White then there to read those passes because right now, they only get to about half court and Aya's speed is too much for them to handle. But Jeremiah White's going to have to have a big second half. He, he's well rested. I think they need to give some rest to Iosef Alituli. He played all 16 minutes in that first half. He looked gassed for various stretches of the game. But definitely keep feeding him the ball and get him to the free throw line. But he has to cash in on those opportunities. Right now, 0-4-4 at the free throw line. Kamuki as a whole is only 1-4-6. If they're going to go to that double big lineup, they need to take advantage and make those free throws. When we come back, we'll have more halftime analysis for you. Aiea up big over Kaimuki, 38-20 with the D2 championship on the line. You're listening to OIA Boys Basketball exclusively on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health and DSE Hawaii. Welcome back to McKinley High School. Second half is just a few minutes away. And, Michael, as we get ready for second half action, you mentioned it earlier that Kaimuki is going to lean on its stars to try to get back in this game. And as our good friend Paul Hondo walked by wearing his Magic Johnson jersey, I think it is going to take some magic for them to get that done because Aya is just shooting the cover off the ball 53.3% from the field compared to just 32% for Kaimuki. Yeah, and for the Bulldogs, they're going to have to commit to what they want to do to their strategy to, to get back in this game. Do you go back to your double big lineup and, and try to pound them in low? But if you do that, IA is going to take advantage of you and come and use their speed and athleticism and get down for some easy baskets in transition. Or do you play a more guard-heavy lineup to match IA's speed? And I think that is what they need to do. They need to free up some looks for Dayson and for Jeremiah to get some open baskets. I know Fam had some shots early there, wide open shots. You have to make those, you know. Um, you know, we always like to talk about the NBA, right? LeBron likes playing with shooters. And when you get the open shot, you have to make those shots. If you don't make the shots, different story. But I like that Kamuki is going in the, to our left now. And that's where a lot of the Kamuki fans are. If they make some easy baskets or they hit some shots, their crowd is going to get into it and that's going to give them momentum. We'll see if Aya can handle that. Coming out of the halftime break, it'll be IAL Ball. They're going to be going from left to right on your radio dial or digital device. Na'ali'i wearing the all greens and white trim. Kamuki in the all whites and green and yellow trim. And quickly, a three-point shot taken by Na'ali'i out of the gates. Missed by Aganovic and rebounded by Kamuki. Yeah, Both great job by Kamuki that time. They adjusted their defense. They were kind of trapping around midcourt on, on Moku. He had to kind of fire that shot. Force it to Aganovic. Makes the basket. Fam jacks a three, no good. Rebounded, a nice job getting up there by Sarbalin. And it's going to come back the other way for Na'ali. Up 38 to 20, 7.30 and winding here in the third. Nice job of dribbling through traffic there by Park as he looks to find an opening. Down into the post, it goes to Kazama, up and under, and then finally into the corner, his pass to Moku. Moku dribbling baseline, tries to throw it into space, and it's going to be picked off by Letuli. Back the other way to Lupica. Up with the left. No good. 
but the foul will be called on Sarbalin, and that one was close to being blocked, but fortunately for Kamuki, they're going to get some free throws out of it. Yeah, there's a little body on arm contact there who, for Sarbalan, who's to my, for, for his credit, has been doing a great job not falling in the first half. There he gets called for his second. But I want to give credit for Jeremiah White for getting the pressure on Moku and getting his hand in the passing lane to force that turnover. And as the first free throw is up and no good by Lupuka, we want to remind you that HSRN is partnered with Scoring Live, Hawaii's number one source for high school sports. Visit scoringlive.com for live scores, stats, photos, league schedules, and much, much more, including Michael Lascaro's beautiful writing skills as Kamuki misses the second free throw and then misses the following layup. Be sure to check them out at scoringlive.com. Back to live action here is three bites at the apples. Not enough for Kaimuki as even Jeremiah White can't convert on his layup. And that's going to be IAL ball still up by 18. Yeah, two missed free throws and two missed putback attempts. That That's a tough one for Kaimuki right there. The Lilyhuo Mules filing in and they're going to be facing off in the D1 championship right after this game against Mililani. So be sure to stay tuned for that right after this game. Back to live action we go. 6.45 left in the third. A nice running layup by Taylor Moku is good, and that puts Aea up by 20, its largest lead of this ballgame. Yeah, right now, Kaimuki is doing what I can do on Madden, where it's strip the ball. They're trying to swat at the ball, but Moku's able to get around there and get a nice shot in the running. Lupica, a nice jumper, cutting the lead, the deficit, pardon me, back down to 18, and Kamuki is going to have to make some stops on defense, and it doesn't start on this possession because Shailen Kazama drove coast to coast, made the left-handed layup, and put his squad up by 20, and that's going to lead to a quick timeout by Coach Graydon Espinda. The Kaimuki Bulldogs are stunned down 42-22. to It's yeah. a 30-second timeout, so we'll leave things right here. What do you see early on in this third quarter, Michael? I think they're going to have to give Latuli some rest. You know, he's getting blown by by these um, more athletic bigs. You have Sarbalan who's giving work on the defensive end and then you have Kazama who just drove by him there. You know, usually when you got a guy that's that's six, let's see what Kazama, six two, you think that he's going to be a little bit slower but Kazama has the, the guard skills to dribble past the defender and Latuli was just got his hands up, his hands up and normally against smaller players and in, in the OA you don't see much size. That's great defense but when you match size with size or length with length you have to be quicker on to your spots. And as we get ready to come out of this timeout, we want to remind you to stay tuned. After this game, we'll give a you our Yayu Player of the Game award. And that player will not only get honored, but will receive a pair of Yayu sunglasses, which are the hottest thing, the newest brand for sports apparel here in Hawaii. So be sure to stay tuned for that following this game. Coming out of the timeout, Kamuki Ball, six minutes left in the third. Spinning in the lane is White. His layup is no good. However, he draws the foul and will shoot two more free throws. Yeah. I yeah, they were double they were gonna double white no matter what. You had Starbland guarding white, and then you have Kazama coming over to defend that shot, but he gets called for his foul, his third foul. So we'll see what Aya does to see if they're going to keep him on there. If I'm Kamuki, I'm going at Kazama trying to get that fourth foul to get him to sit for most of this quarter. So White's first free throw is up and good. And I don't know if any UH, either football or basketball coaches are listening, but I'm going to put out the challenge right now. Please bring Jeremiah White to stay home at Hawaii and play football and basketball. How about that? 
Yeah, he's currently not committed anywhere. I know he has a lot of people in high places trying to get him a better spot in Division One, but if he plays for the home team, that'll be something. He misses the second free throw. 42-23 remains the IL lead. Back the other way is Agyanovic for Na'ali'i. Now tosses it back up top to Moku. Moku into the left, pardon me, the right wing for a three-pointer by Park. No good. It caroms out of bounds. It'll be Kaimuki ball. I think for Kamuki, you take those possessions. I know you don't want to um, give up a wide-open shot, but Aiel really hasn't beaten them from the perimeter this game. They've beaten them getting inside, so if they're not making the shots, I'll let them shoot that. Inside goes White, slips a bit, has the wherewithal to kick it back up top to Fam. Fam around the horn, back to White it goes. His jumper in the lane, no good off the back iron. Rebounded, though, by Letuli. His jumper's no good. A couple of bites at the apple by Kamuki, not successful. However, the loose ball recovered by the Bulldogs and a nice show of leadership there by Jeremiah White, trying to fire up his teammates, even though they're down by 19. I would say, Michael, if Kamuki can get to within at least 10 by the end of this quarter, they still have a shot to get back in this game. But the margin remains 19 as the Bulldogs bring the ball. A long three taken and made by Harmon Siu, and he says... I hear your challenge, Kyle. I'm going to get three right there and cut that deficit to 16. Yeah, you see a 300-pound guy shooting the ball? Take that. But Derek Harmon shows that he is a skilled player. Speaking of skills, Moku the other way with a nice gliding layup in the lane is good, and that brings the lead back to 18 for Aya. 4.50 and winding left to go in the third quarter. Nice crowd gathering here at McKinley, nearly full as the layup is taken and missed by Letuli. However, another foul committed by Aia. That's their third of this third quarter. I like that action there by Kaimuki. You know, you, you had Lupika feeding it to White near the high post. You know, White was calling for it, and he knows that he's going to get double, triple team. But what that allows for Kaimuki is it allows Letuli to cut back door. He's able to get a shot attempt and get to the free throw line, but he has to convert on these attempts. Yeah, Letuli airballed that free throw, and you can tell at this point it's really a mentally anguishing experience for Kaimuki. Not only are they being stunned down by 18, but a lot of their layups aren't falling. Their close-range jumpers are being affected by Aiea, and of course their free throws, Michael, they've been struggling all evening with those. Second free throws up, and that was no good too. So another empty possession by Kaimuki. 4.40 left to go in the third, and it still remains an 18-point IAL lead. Into the corner now for Park, back to Agyanovic. He drives the lane with the left hand, no good. Blocked and recovered by Letuli. Back for Kamuki goes 2-1 and one on the breakaway. No good, though, on the layup. White recovers the rebound. Good job by Jeremiah hustling back. In the corner, he is skipped past all the way to Lupica. His three is good. Assist to White, and that cuts the deficit to 44-29. Aya quickly with the shot the other way, and there's another two-handed layup made by Noah Park. It seems like, Michael, every time Kamuki strikes back, Aya has an answer. Yeah, the Bulldogs just have to get back. Lupico was feeling himself after that made shot. He was saying something to the Aya player, but get back on defense. Seal with a nice layup inside. No match for the smaller Aya squad. 46-31, now the lead. For Na'ali, no look pass, almost stolen away. And it's going to be a foul on Kaimuki reaching in. We have a break in the action. We're going to step away for a minute and be right back. It's an exciting 
D2 championship in the boys' OIA realm here. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, your exclusive home for OIA sports. Welcome back to McKinley High School, the OIA D2 Championship on the line. And right now, Na'ali'i ruling the night with a 46-31 lead over Kaimuki. And Michael, with 341 left to go in this third quarter, you mentioned off-air that that Kaimuki three-pointer really got them back in the game. How can they continue to rely on that while also trying to play defense against this tough IA offense? No, it's going to, again, come down to the supporting cast. That three made in that corner by Harmon Seal, who is... About 6'4", 300-something pounds. You don't expect him to make that shot. That's like seeing Shaquille O'Neal step back in the corner and make a three. And that just brought the crowd back into it. But they need to get back on defense. You know, it's one thing to make the basket, but if you give up another one on the other end, that deficit is just going to, you know, offset each other. But right now it's a 15-point game. Like you said, if Kamukin can get this down to 10 points before the quarter, we have a game in the fourth. So the margin remains 46-31. It's going to be Aiea Ball coming out of the timeout. And with 3.41 to go, it'll be Park with it, holding it with two hands. Now up top to Moku. Moku guarded by Fritz Betru. Now over to Elijah Lucas. Back out to Moku. Moku stutter step dribble. Whips it around and it's going to be stolen away. Lupica has it. Going in for the layup. Nice spin move. But he blows the layup. Another missed opportunity for Kaimuki. Aya with it up by 15. 3.20 left to go in the third. Skip pass made by Moku across to Agyanovic. Hesitation dribble. Tries to get by Lupica. Goes left. Now right. Left again. Through the lane. And that ball is going to be tipped away and pinballed to Kaimuki. Seal has it. Now quickly up to White. White one-on-two opportunity, but stolen away again. Nice job by Lucas coming up with it for Aiea. Kamuki needs to slow things down a bit. Two big turnovers there for Kamuki. Yeah, White. a little too fancy there. And we're going to get a timeout called by Aiea. We'll keep it right here. And tell us, Michael, what you saw in that. A little little too much razzle-dazzle instead of fundamentals for Kamuki. Yeah, they were coming down in transition. You had Harman Sue bringing up the ball. He kind of one to the two to Letuli who got it to White almost like like a shovel pass play and they were in transition with Lupica and White and Lupica tried to get behind the back nobody back there you know you just got to get to the rim you know I know free throws haven't been too kind to them but take what you got you know and just get to the line get to the rim I know you want to get this crowd back into it but main important thing is get this deficit down to as low as possible before then in the quarter and as folks are listening to us live, you can also check us out. All of our local play-by-play broadcasts on demand. You can relive the moments of this game and many others at hawaiisportsradio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. So coming out of the timeout, it's a 46-31 IL lead. And, Michael, I really like that timeout by Na'ali, knowing that they were getting into a almost like a track meet with Kaimuki Slow things down a bit. Coach Robert Godinez knows his team's up by 15. You can't let Kamuki go on a big run. Yeah, and one thing for Kamuki is that you want to take advantage right now while Shea Kazama is on the bench for Aiea. He's been kind of the guy that's been killing them offensively inside. So Aiea has it back to live action. 2.45 left to go in the third. Noah Park takes the jab step. Now goes right back to the left. Skips it across to Aganovich. 
Aganovic over to Moku. Moku's three, no good. Rebound is corralled by Kamuki. White has it coming back the other way, right to left. Trying to find an opening, guarded by two Na'ali'i players in the zone. Into Sio it goes. Sio looking for a teammate, Lituli. Into Sio again. <laughs> Behind the back pass, collected by Lupika. Now over to Lituli. Lituli into White, who fakes a pass and tried to get a shot off. But before that, he's going to be fouled. Another frustrating possession for Kaimuki. The good news for them, though, is they hang on to the ball. Yeah, almost fortunate to not turn it over. You know, their ball movement is good. It's just a little too fancy. But they are able to keep the possession. And let's see if they can get the deficit down to maybe 12 or 13 points. So Lupica bringing it in over to White in the corner. His three is good. And just like that, Kaimuki has chipped away, cutting the deficit from 20 down to 12, 46-34. Aea's lead with two minutes left to go in the third. Moku with it up top, being guarded by the taller Letuli. Moku around the horn to Park. Park now with the long jumper, no good. Seal has the rebound. Kaimuki has the momentum back now. Can they capitalize? White over to Lupika with it. Back to White up top between the circles. White fakes the NBA range three, now kicks it into Seal. Seal two dribbles, now three dribbles up, no good on the layup, and rebounded by Lucas. Nice job there by the. Even though Lucas isn't a small guy, when you compare him to Seal, he's dwarfed. And Aya there with the double dribble. It's going to be another turnover, and White is fired up. Jeremiah White telling his teammates, come on, let's go. Down by 12. We can do this. Yeah, I am playing a little panic right now. Right now they're playing not to lose, trying to make the clock, and they need to just have some sets, some offense. So with a minute 20 left to go before the third quarter break, I'll look for Kamuki to get the two-for-one here, knowing that the shot clock is still working. Coming back up top is Lupico with it. Down into White, it goes now into the post for Seal. Nice entry pass there, and the layup is good. Kaimuki has cut the deficit to 10, 46-36. Exactly one minute left to go before the end of the third quarter, and a steal collected by Kaimuki. Letuli has it, and now Kaimuki can go for another, make it almost a three-for-one opportunity here. Seal up top, tells his teammates, slow it down. That pass is deflected away, though. Aya back the other way. Then Leituli steals it back for Kaimuki. White has it up top. Takes the three. It is no good. That roof, pardon me, that shot would have taken the roof off this building. And there, off the offensive rebound, Lupika sends this crowd into a frenzy as now the deficit for Kaimuki is just seven. They've cut the deficit from 20 to seven here in the third frame and trails 46-39. Aya with it in the corner. It's Patton. Patton driving in. His layup no good. Put back no good. It's going to be Kaimuki. Pardon me. Aya ball out of bounds. I thought Aya knocked that one out. Yeah, that big shot there. Give credit to Fritz Matura off the bench. Hustling to, out of, to get there out of bounds. And with a one-handed throw to Lupika to his spot from the right wing for three to cut this deficit out down to seven. Kaimuki with all the energy, all the momentum right now. So 11.3 seconds before the end of the quarter. Shot clock is off. Aya can hold if they want to. Looking for a three. They take it. That's Park. His shot no good. Kaimuki gets the rebound. And that's going to end the third quarter. The Bulldogs have done it as far as chipping away. Down now only by seven. 
It's going to be a 46-39 IAL lead as we head to the fourth quarter. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the OIA Boys Basketball D2 Championship game right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Discover a personalized approach to a healthier you at Hawaii Pacific Health Bone and Joint Centers. Our comprehensive centers offer adult and pediatric sports medicine, orthopedic care, and rheumatology services. We're focused on your mobility and quality of life. Our clinic in Kahala also provides walk-in services for minor bone and joint conditions. So stay active and keep doing what you love. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash boneandjointcenters. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by DSE Hawaii. Should be an exciting finish here in the OIA Boys D2 Championship game. Kaimuki has clawed all the way back from down 20 and now trails IAF 46-39. Kyle Galdera and Michael Lascaro here with you live here on your exclusive home for OIA Sports. And Michael, Kaimuki outscored IAF 19-8 in that third quarter. And Dayson Lupica has upped his point total to 19 with 8 points in that period alone. Yeah, I said at the half that I think Kamuki needs to use a more guard-heavy lineup. I was wrong, and that is why Coach Gritton Espenda is one of the most uh, respected coaches in the OIA. He, you know, they're going with this double-big lineup with Natuli and Harmon Tio, and those guys are playing above what they played in the first half, especially Harmon Tio. <laughs> he gives them some big body down low, and that shields shot blockers away from him, but he also has the ability to step on the corner and hit a three. But, you know, give credit, again, to the supporting cast of Kamuki. Fritz Baturu with that big offensive rebound to get it to Lupika to hit that three from the right wing to cut this down to seven points. Right now, Kamuki has all the momentum right now. And the Bulldogs get the ball to start the fourth quarter. Eight minutes on the clock. This ball tipped out of bounds. It'll remain with Kamuki. Just a reminder, the shot clock is on as part of high school basketball starting this year. So it's a 35-second clock which is good for Kamuki because Aiea can't use any stall tactics. They have to keep playing basketball. Speaking of that, Kamuki is on fire as Reagan Fritz Baritu puts in the three-pointer and cuts the lead down to four. Aiea up 46-42. Shot taken in the lane by Agyanovic. No good. Rebounded by Kamuki. That's White with it. Navigates the defense and he's going to be fouled. You can see... Michael Jeremiah White absolutely turning it on. He was firing up the Kaimuki crowd to our left during the timeout. Here he goes, clapping his hands again. He looks right at us and says, let's go. Yeah, and he has to be. He was in, he sat in that first half for eight minutes. He is the most well-rested player on this Kaimuki team right now. And just like the football team, Kaimuki doesn't really have a big rotation. Sometimes for football games, they only dress 20 players, and they're using that same us against the world mentality here on the basketball court. 7.20 left to go in the fourth quarter. Kamuki down by four. White with the runner in the layup. No good. Rebounded by Aiea. That was picked up by Sarbalin. Now back the other way goes Kazama. His layup no good. Everything that was falling for Aiea in the first half has been dry here in the second. Seal with the pass over to White. His three oh, off the front iron. No good. Rebounded by Aiea. Naali nursing a four-point lead. Bringing it across the timeline is Park. Park dribbles right. He has a path to the lane, but he's going to be blocked by Sioux. And then on the ensuing rebound, 
a foul will be called on Kaimuki. Nice job by Siu in the lane there. However, Kaimuki couldn't grab the loose ball. 6.49 to go here in the fourth quarter. It's a four-point lead for Aiea, which led by 20 just a few minutes ago. And this one's stolen away. Kaimuki has it. Lupika looked to, looking to make it 21 points, but he misses another layup. That's now his third blown layup this game. Aiea back the other way quickly. Shot taken on the left wing by a wide-open Kazama. No good, though. Rebounded by White. White slows things down a bit. 6.30 left to go in the game. Into Siwe goes his left-handed layup is good. Flexes a bit on the Aiea defense and says, hey, we're only down by two as Aiea calls for time. We're going to keep it here. You can hear, Michael, the crowd roaring in support of Kamuki as they get to within just two points of Aiea. Yeah. One thing to watch out for here in this um, final quarter is that Iliocephal Letuli is they just picked up his fourth foul, so that's kind of quite a bit there. So if he's out of this rotation, then I don't know how, I don't, we'll see if Harmon Seal can handle the duty just being that lone big down there. But if for IAA, you just have to settle down. No rush shots. Yes, you can get those opportunities in transition, but please draw up a play, you know, run a set right now they're just kind of dribbling it around the horn dribbling it around the arc no real action going on but meanwhile Kamuki has adjusted they're putting Jeremiah White in that high post area in the middle of the zone and that's where they're getting all that action going on yeah you mentioned the shot discrepancy in the first half I shot close to 53 percent in the third quarter they shot just about 33 percent so a big drop off that's continuing here in the fourth quarter up and under layup taken and missed by Moku and that ball goes out of bounds. So Kaimuki on this possession, Michael, has a chance to tie or even go ahead with the three-point basket. Bringing it up is Lupika. Six minutes left to go in the game. White has it. Pump fake. Now dribbles to the right side. In the lane. Up and under right hand. It is good. We are tied at 46. Kaimuki has climbed the mountain all the way back to tie it up. We have a ball game. Naoli with it, Moku up top, looking to pass Pham on defense. Pham with the tough D. You can hear the stomping crowd to our left, really firing things up. Aya misses another close-range bucket. That was Kazama missing his teardrop jumper. You know, the shots that Kamaki was attempting in the first half on that end of the court was not falling. Same thing for Aya in this game. It's a tell of two halves, and I think that end of the court is a wasteland right now. 5.30 left to go in the ball game. We're tied at 46. We saw some exciting games last year, even earlier in this basketball season here on HSRN, but this already shaping up to be an instant classic here on Valentine's Day. Three-pointer up by Kamuki, no good, and rebounded by Na'ali'i, and then the ball's rustled away. Kamuki has it, and a foul will be called. Ooh, Seal got whacked in the face. We'll see if he's okay. Referees are going to talk about it. They call a foul, and it's going to be on 55. It is going to be called on Seal. So not only does he get whacked in the face, but he's going to be called for the foul. Yeah, I don't know how much whack in the face he actually got. He might be kind of kind of, kind of acting there. It was actually Noah Park for Aiea that was kind of getting mugged by, by Seal. He was almost kind of bear-hugging that ball. And, you know, there's the collision, and, and Seal hit the deck. But, you know, Aiea, take this time, settle it down. 
Right now, there's no communication on the court for Aya. That's not what you want to see. You want your leaders on the court, your senior leaders or your veteran leaders, to get this team to settle down. We saw with Kamaki with Jeremiah White, you know, hyping up the crowd, talking to his teammates. Right now, he's directing Lupika. Aya, you need to have some communication on the court. That is key to this fourth quarter for them. Yeah, you mentioned White sat a bunch in the first half. It's because he had three fouls, so he's on the court with three and also playing with three fouls is Seal. And then, of course, you mentioned the quarterback, Iosefa Letuli. Is is he back in the game, or is he? He is back in the game, playing with four fouls. So that's going to be something to watch over these last five minutes. Aeo with it, going left to right, and a foul will be called. Fortunately for Kaimuki, I think it's going to go on Fritz Beritu. It is, and that's big because it doesn't go against one of the bigs in foul trouble. And that'll lead to two free throws from Noah Park. Looking to put Aiel back at least by one here, maybe even two points. First free throws up and good. That gives Aiel the 47-46 lead. Nali led by 20 points back in the second quarter, but Kaimuki chipping away slowly by slowly and getting back into tie this game. And depending on what happens here with Park's second free throw, they could potentially go ahead on the other end. Second free throw is good. 48-46, the Na'ali'i lead. Kamuki has it, led by Lupica. He averages 16.5 points a game. He's well surpassed that tonight. Inside it goes to White. Over to Seal. Seal driving baseline. Pushes off a bit. Not called. Rebounds tipped out and controlled by Kamuki. Fresh 20-second shot clock under. 4.50 to go in this ballgame. White has it at the free throw line. Now bounces out. Now inside the seal. Left-handed layup is good. We are tied again at 48. Seal's been the X factor. He's been a difference in the second half for Kamuki. And a steal picked up by White for Kamuki. He's fouled, but it's not called. Running the break, taking it himself. Goes up with a Euro step. His layup is no good, but he's fouled. And then White flexes again, saying, I've taken over this game. Give me the ball. I'm going to get it done. So we'll see here if Kamuki can shake off their free throw rust. They've struggled a bit from the charity stripe tonight. So far, just 2 of 12. Michael, that's our good friend Kule Agbayani's pet peeve is not making free throws. And White makes this one. So a big free throw puts Kamuki up 49-48. And I say that because essentially Kamuki has left 10 free points on the court. You mentioned the free points in the free throw, but Lupica also missing a bunch of buckets in transition as Second well. free throw up and good as White puts Kamuki up 50 to 48. What a shot there. What a way to push the pace for Kamuki and get to the foul stripe and cause another IAF foul. Now Lee ball, three-quarter court pressure by Kamuki. Over to Patton it goes. His three no good. Rebounded by White. He has taken over this game. Here he comes up and under. Layup no good. Rebounded by Aya. Back the other way goes Ogianovic. Over to Park. Park with the right hand in the lane. No good. Rebounded on the offense by Saberland. Over to Kazama. Kazama with the right hand. No good. But he'll be fouled. And he'll shoot two as well. Not a popular call amongst the Kaimuki coaches, that's for sure. But I think, nonetheless, a good call by referee Mike Ishikawa seeing the contact in the paint. 
Yeah, we'll see if Kazama, you know, he's been the guy that was giving them work on the offensive end in the first half. But he sat for most of this third quarter, and that's when Kamikaze was able to make the run. But here, free throw's not being too kind to Aya here now on this side of the court. Yeah, first free throw by Kazama missed off the front iron. 4-0-1 left to go in this game. Kamuki up 50-48. Second free throw is good. It's now a one-point margin in favor of the Bulldogs. Slowing things down a bit is Dason Lupica, the senior guard. Into white it goes. Now down to Seal, double-teamed. He says, I don't care. I'm going to put my layup up and good. Now a three-point lead for Kaimuki. More pressure employed by Kaimuki. Aya gets through it. Into the front court goes Patton. Now driving with the right hand. No good on his shot. Picked up on the offensive side and then blocked by Siu. Kaimuki has the rebound up ahead on the outlet pass. And down to Siu it goes. Another bucket. Kaimuki is up by five. The Bulldogs have stormed back to take control of this game. Turning a 20-point deficit now into a five-point lead. 3-10 left to go in the ballgame. Can Aiea answer? Not on this possession. The shot is no good. And then the follow-up by Park is no good as well. Kaimuki has the rebound. Coach Espinda telling his assistants to sit down a bit as White jacks a three. Ill-advised there off the backboard. No good. Kaimuki still up by five. Patton racing the other way. His layup is good. Aiea now trails by three. 54-51. I think if you're Kamuki, you want to slow it down right here. Your two bigs both have four fouls. If one of them leaves the game, that leaves the door up open for Aiea. So slow the ball down, get a quality shot. You have the lead. And we're going to get a timeout called by Graydon Espinda for Kamuki, and we're going to take a timeout as well. We have an instant classic on our hands, folks. Kamuki leading Aiea 54-51, 2.30 left to go in the game. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the OIA Boys D2 Championship on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. The OIA lives here. KGUAM. K236CR. Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. We've reached the home stretch here at McKinley High School. It's been a fun one, a back-and-forth affair. Kyle Galdera and Michael Lascaro here with you to bring you the rest of the action. Kaimuki was down, Michael, by 20 points. They've stormed all the way back to be up by five. Now a three-point lead over Aiea. 2.30 left to go in the ballgame. What does Kaimuki have to do to hang on and get this D2 championship? I think they just need to be patient and be composed. Right now, the guy that's been a difference in the second half for Kamuki has been Harmon Seal, where he's been cutting Kevin back door again those passes from Jeremiah White, sitting in the middle of the 2-3 three, three zone on the high post. If I'm Aiel, I'm going at Harmon Seal. They have nobody that can defend him when he gets going in, when he gets to the spot. So get him in foul trouble, or get him out of this game with one more foul, and then you can have figure out how the way you can get back in this game. Back to live action, Kamuki ball. 15 on the shot clock, 2.20 left to go in the ballgame. White drives, and ooh, a near block, but it's going to be a foul on Aiea, and a couple of players for Aiea fell down like bowling balls. Luckily, they're going to be okay, including Noah Park, who was undercut by one of his teammates. 
And it'll be Jeremiah White, the captain for Kamuki, shooting these two free throws. Yeah, it's going to come down to whether or not Kamuki can make these free throws. And You know, first two quarters, they were 2 for 12, but Jeremiah White made both last time he was here as he makes that one right there. If they make the free throws, they win this game. Uh, speaking of that, White makes his first one, puts Kamuki up 55-51. It's now 10 points for the senior. We mentioned he plays wide receiver and defensive back for the football team. Misses the second free throw. White hustling back on defense. Ayao with it on offense. Park dribbling between the circles. Now into the corner for Patton. Patton slips though and finally gets the ball to a teammate. Park with the right-handed runner. No good. Rebounded by Letuli. Letuli, the quarterback of the football team, passes it to his favorite receiver, White. White bringing it over the timeline. Two minutes and winding here in the ballgame. Kamuki looking to add to its four-point lead. White with the crossover, now behind the back dribble, kicks it out to Lepika. Lepika pulls it out. Now dribbling into the paint. Crossover dribble. Fans calling for him to pass the ball. And finally, he's going to be fouled. And that is an excellent display of dribbling. However, Lepika nearly turned it over. I think it'd be safe to say Kamuki wants him to pass the ball a bit more. Yeah, good defense by Patton, who's getting some extended run, but Taylor Moku sitting in foul trouble. And that must also is important or key for Kamuki in this run is because Moku was the guy that was going all over the place, getting those steals in, those passes. So I don't know how many fouls he has, but I think for Aya, they need to get Taylor Moku back into this game. So we're going to get a full timeout called by Kamuki. 137 left to go in this ballgame, up by four. So... My, how the tables have turned. We were just talking at halftime about if Kamuki can even make a showing to make this game respectable. And here we are, just 14 or 15 minutes of game time later. Kaimuki is actually in the lead, 55-51, with an opportunity to add to that margin. Yeah, Kamuki, they're staying the course. I, again, they need to figure out something. I think what they need to do is they need to drop a one-on-one -on -one or an isolation opportunity for Kazama, who's probably the most skilled guy for Aea on offense. For Kamuki, just stay the course, make sure your bigs don't get, don't follow the game, and you win this game. Make them send you to the free throw line and make those shots, and you are winning your second OI B2 title in three years. So it'll be Kamuki ball out of bounds on offense. Going to the basket to our left. And it's a great crowd so far for the D2 game. I can only imagine what the D1 crowd will be like. And you can hear that game between Lililani and Lilihua right after this one on HSRN. Back to live action. A minute 35 left to go in the game. White has it up top between the circles, milking the shot clock. He's going to take as much time as he can. If he takes all the seconds off the shot clock, there'll be a minute left in this game up by four. Passes it over to a streaking Lupika. Down low to Seal. Seal pushes off, not called, and that layup is good. Up by six now is Kaimuki. Kazama with it. He almost turns it over, and he does. Oh, Seal fell with all his weight on Kazama. Luckily, <laughs> the smaller Kazama's okay. It was almost like Seal was going swimming there, and the foul will be called on CUI. That is his fifth foul. So he is now a foul for this game. But he made his mark, leaving with 19 points 
including in the second half alone, 17 points to help Kamuki get back into the lead. Yeah, and he's getting a warm round of applause by the Kamuki faithful to the left of us. And he's been, there. Aya has no answer here inside. But now that he's out of the game, we'll see what Kamuki does when they get back on offense. But if you're Aya, you have to make shots and you have to make them quickly. For Kazama, you don't want to miss any of these free throws like you split the other time at the line. And you mentioned Kazama shooting free throws. That's because that was the fifth foul on Kaimuki. So from here on out, any fouls against the Bulldogs or Na'ali'i will result in two free throws for the other team. Yeah, I just see Taylor Moku walking past by us with the trainer. And I think he was that's why he wasn't in the game. Was he, there's something going on with him, but he's back on the bench now. First free throw by Kazama is good. And we'll keep you posted on that. But that quick sports injury report is brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Na'ali'i down by five, looking to make it a four-point deficit. Kazama's free throws up, and it is good. A four-point lead for Kaimuki. Can the Bulldogs hold? They've stormed all the way back from a 20-point deficit and now lead by four. 58, now 57 seconds left to go in the ballgame. About a 30-second differential between the game and shot clocks. White dribbling up top. Guarded by Park. White, nice crossover, stolen away by Park though, but recovered by Pham, and then he is fouled. Park reached in and fouled Pham. That is a huge turn of events, because if Aea held onto that ball, they could have made it a one-position game, but now Kaimuki can try to expand its lead from four to maybe six. Yeah, you got to give credit to Fander, the shortest guy on the court for Kaimuki, getting back there and forcing that loose ball foul on Park. If that was not, Pham was not there, you know, that's extra baskets for Aya. But there's some discussion going on. And as the referees mop up the sweat, I believe that should be the fifth foul, and it was a loose ball foul on Aya. So Kaimuki should be shooting too, even though the referees don't seem to be set up that way. And now the referees are moving to the left side of the court. So it will be Kaimuki ball. And they should be shooting two free throws, led here by Pham. So we talked about the free throw discrepancy. Kamuki struggling in the first half. They have shown up as Mandui Pham, the sophomore, has two big free throws coming up right here. And the energy in this gym is palpable as the full house is gathering around not only for this game but looking forward I, as I mentioned to Mililani Lelihua as Pham misses the first free throw. The good news though is that it's not a one and one anymore. It's basically two free throws for each team the rest of the way. Pham dribbling three times now taking the shot. It is good. A five point lead for Kamuki with 40 seconds left to go in the ball game. Dribbling with it is Park now down low. The lob pass to Kazama, no good. White gets it, he gets the rebound and is fouled. White can taste the victory, sprinting ahead. His big collapse toward his supporters, drawing even more yells from the Kamuki Bulldog crowd. And White, two big free throws coming up here. 58-53, the Kamuki lead. Yeah, that was the shot that Aea wanted. That was the shot they set up, but Kazama unable to convert there on the right side of that lane. 
White takes three dribbles, spins the ball, now puts it up with his right hand, and good. A 59-53 lead with one more free throw upcoming for Kamuki. This free throw is big because this is the one that would put them up by three possessions. White again going through his normal free throw routine. His shot is up and, oh, bounces out. Aya still with a shot. Patton sprinting up, takes a two-pointer, and that one is no good. Pinballed around <laughs> and controlled by Kaimuki. White races ahead, and he's going to be fouled. Two more shots upcoming for Kaimuki. And again, it's going to be the captain, the football star and turned basketball star, Jeremiah White. He has two more free throws to ice this game. White left alone by his teammates. He makes the first one. Now a seven-point lead. And like you said, Michael, a three-possession game for the Bulldogs. White taking two big, deep breaths as he looks up at the basket. Does his three-dribble routine, spins it, puts it up with the right hand, and good. Kaimuki up. 61 to 53. Bulldogs back on defense. Patton with a desperation shot down low. Rims out again, and the putback by Aia is good. That shot by Sarbeland is up and in. But with 8.5 seconds left to go, Michael, down by six. I don't know what more Aia can do to get back in this game. There really isn't much unless you can get a quick shot and you get the officials to stop the clock. But I don't think high school works that way where the ball is, the clock is stopped on any made free throw. If you're Kamuki, just let Aya have whatever you want and you're the champions for the second time in three years. So both teams talking strategy here as Aya took the timeout at that point. Again, a reminder to stick around because after a brief break, we'll be back with the D1 championship game. It'll be Mililani and Lelehua squaring off. Two of the best teams in the D1 ranks fighting for that championship and that should be a fun one too a lot of, it's going to be hard to top michael this game but i have a feeling if two teams are going to do it it's going to be Lilani and oh yeah two central oahu regional um the rivals those guys are going to be the, the, you know talk about this crowd you know next game it's not going it's going to have the same energy as this crowd but that's going to be relatives against relatives you know cousins against cousins with you know everyone's uncles and aunties here for those two closely uh, related school teams. So Kamuki will bring it in exactly 10 seconds left to go in this ball game. Letuli, the quarterback, bringing it in, and he throws a Hail Mary pass that's intercepted by Aea. The shot is up and good, and speaking of prayers, that Hail Mary shot by Kazama went in, and he's fouled. So now it's a four-point game. If Kazama can convert, Michael, Aea is still in this ball game, down now by just four. Yeah, you make this free throw, you get down by three, and then you get a steal on the opposite end. Hit a three. And Letuli, that's his fifth foul. So a big player for Kaimuki is going to be coming out of this game. They need a sub. Yeah, I think Letuli is basically saying, I have a minute for my coaches to figure it out. And they are going to bring in Samuel <laughs> Mulitalo, who I don't think was expecting to play much tonight. The sophomore kind of has a bewildered look as he comes into this game to replace Yosefa Latuli. Yeah, well, Coach Spinda just basically picked him up by his hand and pulled him to the midcourt stripe. 
And now we're going to get a timeout called by Kaimuki as Coach Espinda knows we can't let Aiea back through this door. We had the door shut. We kind of let him back in, and now we have to close out this game. Props to Aiea, though, of fighting back. They were down by eight. They've cut it now down to four with an opportunity to make it three if Kazama can make the free throw following this timeout. Yeah, Kazama's length, you know, again, normally Letuli gets that pass over people's heads, but Kazama at 6-2, that lanky junior was able to get his hands there and get the basket and really not use much of the clock. They still have time to get a steal. If you got it first, you got to make the free throw, but get a steal. And you have time to get back to the three-point corner and hit a shot. You know, on Monday, the first game here at McKinley went into double overtime. Will we see that happen again? I don't know. I'm going to venture and say I hope not for the sake of time. However, it has been a fun game tonight. I mentioned earlier, Kaimuki down by 20, stormed all the way back to go up by 8, and now lead by 4 as Aya tries to chip away into that deficit. Kazama will have one more free throw to try to get his team down by just 3. Oh, Kyle, it's Valentine's Day. Who doesn't love free basketball? Um, that's me. But Kaimuki definitely setting up its love story here on Valentine's Day for sure. So Kazama with it. A big free throw coming up here. Takes four, five dribbles, puts it up, and it is good. A three-point lead for Kaimuki. 6.9 seconds left in the game. Nearly stolen away. Oh, a quick foul by Aiea. That was Patton fouling White. And we'll see now the pressure's on White. Can he make at least one, maybe two free throws and really put this game out of reach for Kamuki? Yeah, you definitely need to hit at least one of two. If you miss the first, though, maybe you miss the second and force Aya to scramble. But you definitely need to hit this first one or at least one of two. Yeah, that's a bold strategy, my friend. I, I would never pass up three points. But you never know what the strategy is for Kamuki. The referee's mopping up some perspiration. Actually, Pham kind of got upset with how slowly the referee was moving, so he took the mop himself and got it done. A great, great effort there by the Kamuki Bulldogs. And back to live action. Jeremiah White, six seconds left here in the ballgame, looking to put Kamuki up by at least four. His first free throw is up and good. A two-possession game with Kaimuki leading. Now you can miss the free throw. Just don't foul on the three-point attempt. Or how about you just make it and play good defense? <laughs> White with one more free shot coming up. Takes a long, deep breath. Looks up at the rim. Takes his standard three dribbles. Puts up the free throw. And it is nothing but net. Aya has six point six minutes, pardon me, left if they want to pull off a miraculous comeback. Down by five. Bringing it in will be Kazama. Into Patton it goes. Patton sprinting up. Four seconds. Three seconds. Two. One. His desperation shot is no good. Kaimuki has barked its way to the D2 crown. Coming all the way back from 20 points down to win this one. 63 to 58 over IAL. What a comeback. I'd venture to say one for the ages as the Bulldogs are your OIA Boys D2 champions here in 2024. 
An outstanding effort by Kamuki coming back and really flipping the script on Aea. And when we come back, we'll give you the final numbers, statistics, and analysis. Again, Kaimuki prevailing over IAL, 63-58, a comeback for the ages, and we'll have it for you right around the corner. This is OAA Boys Basketball, the D2 Championship game, right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Yeah, you sunglasses are designed with you in mind. The ball player. The construction worker. The fashionista. The outdoorsman. Or woman. You want it? Let's get it. Type in Yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu. It's that simple to get the most versatile sunglasses on the market. Ultra lightweight, OSHA approved, wraparound sunglasses with four removable lenses that will make everyone say, Yeah, you. Type in Yeah, the letter U, and HNL for Honolulu to shop today. Welcome back to a raucous McKinley High School gymnasium. And Michael, what a game. Kaimuki storming back from a 20-point deficit to beat Na'ali'i of Aea, 63-58. And at halftime, Michael, we thought it would be basically a blowout as Aea was up by 18. But credit to Kaimuki, they fought back and really relied on their core players. Iosefa Letuli, 16 rebounds to go along with 6 points. Jeremiah White, 15 points, 6 rebounds, and 10 free throws. Jason Lupica, 19 points. And the big man, Harmon Seal, 19 points and 3 rebounds to really help Kamuki come back and pull out the game. Yeah. Harmon Seal, man, he, I thought he was the MVP of that second half when he scored 19 points in 17 minutes. He scored 19 points in 17 minutes as he gets greeted by his, by his teammates over there. But... You know, just an all-around effort. You know, we talk about it was going to be the supporting cast that needed to step up. You know, we talk about the Bulldogs being the favorites in this game, but they were the underdogs coming into that second half, and they rose to the occasion. These members of the Bulldogs, a lot of them have been here for uh, multiple years now, and they were the veteran group that could withstand a 20-point deficit in that third quarter. And for Aia, props go out to Shilin Kazama. 18 points and 10 rebounds and Santi Sarbalind with 15 rebounds along with Taylor Moku's 12 points. But it's time to give out our Yayu player of the game. And after a heated debate between me and Michael, I think we've settled on our player of the game and it is gonna be awarded to Jeremiah White, the outstanding senior. He scored 14 points in the second half, including nine clutch free throws and his senior leadership helped Will Kaimuki back not only into the game, but to the victory. So great job there by Jeremiah White, the two-way player, great football player, and now an awesome championship caliber basketball player. He's going to be our Yayu player of the game. Yayu HNL is the newest brand for sports apparel and accessories. Check them out on Instagram at Yayu HNL. That's Y-E-A-H, the letter U, H-N-L. Yayu, let's get it. And getting it tonight is Kaimuki and Jeremiah White. Yeah, looking at the statue, you know, it doesn't really pop out at 2 for 11, but he was the cheat code to Aea's 2-3 zone in that middle of that, and the high post. That allowed Biggs for Iosefa Latuli and Harmon Seal to cut back door and take advantage of the smaller guys defending them. So Kamuki prevails to get the OAA D2 championship. Stay tuned. 
We'll be back with the D1 title game right around the corner. It's Mililani versus Lelehua. Quickly, our shout-outs go out to Kuule Agbayani, our in-studio engineer and producer, our on-site technical producer, Paul Brecht, our color analyst, Michael Lascaro, our statistician, Thomas Yoshida. I'm Kyle Galdera. Hang tight. We have the D1 championship coming right up. You're listening to Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Aloha. You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network's special presentation of OIA Athletics and the featured game of the week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And DSE Hawaii. Providing customer value. Tonight's game was made possible also in part thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Play-by-play color commentators Michael Lasquero and Paul Brecht. In-studio technical engineer and op- Operations Director Kuole Ogbayani. Visit HawaiiSportsRadio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.